You're listening to Orms Air, the Orms podcast, an open space where we discuss everything photographic and invite you to step inside our world of photography. For over 20 years, Orms has been the creative's go-to for all things photographic. From the best gear to breathtaking display options, visit ormsdirect.co.za for everything you need. Let's get chatting with Dion Yubab and Rachel Reeves. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Orms Air, the Orms podcast. Today in studio, we are joined by Shannon Sweetman, pet photographer, or as you may know her, Dog Meets Girl. Hi, Shannon. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. I'm so stoked to be here. Yay! (laughs) In our studio with our little time machine. It's a little disco time machine. I mean, it's it's very cool. It's very cool. We always, I always find myself referencing back to this, and then I, I need to also include that Jess did a, um, a YouTube video on our very cool podcast recording. Oh, really? Thing. Yeah, I'll link it though in the show notes, so yeah, you can, you'll have a, you'll have an opportunity to go and watch it. I actually would like to see that. Yeah. And where do you get this from? Was this PG? You can get them from Orms. Okay. Yeah, we stock them now. <laughs> yeah. That's not a paid ad. No, that's not a paid ad at all. <laughs> Completely 100% natural how that came into conversation. <laughs> but really, it did, though. That's awesome. Funny. For our listeners, Shannon Sweetman, uh, or as we may be more familiar with her, um, Dog Meets Girl. That's me. Yes. Um, so I wanted to sort of start our conversation off with just asking about your creative beginnings. We're going back okay, to I childhood. <laughs> <laughs> well, the childhood side of things starts yeah. with my absolute obsession with with my animals. Okay. So one story that always comes to mind is, you know, back in the day, um, pets were always seen as outside yeah. guard dogs. Yeah. So you only really fed them and sort of high fived them on your way out and your way in. Yeah. And um, I remember it was raining whenever it rained. Actually, I would take my duvet and I'd sneak out the house and go and lie down in oh. the kennels with them with my duvet. That was just the sign, and um, oh, I can't even explain it. Just the the depth of my love for yeah. for these beings that can't speak. Yeah, and um, and I've just always been like that from from so young. So. As I went through life, I, you know, I always wanted to be something, to, something to do with animals. So it was always you always say, "I want to be a vet." Yeah, or, yeah. And then I saw what vets do, and I was like, mm. "There's no ways my soul can handle that stuff." Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's heavy. And um, and then yeah, I did a whole bunch of stuff trying to find what I want to do with my life, and mm. then um, I found photography. Yeah. Yeah, it was in a time of my life where I was actually struggling quite a bit with anxiety and things okay. like that. And yeah. I found, I literally just picked up a camera or it was a cell phone or whatever. And I found that as I could focus through the, the lens, it made me very present. Mm-hmm. So my mind couldn't wonder. Yeah. And that became sort of therapy for me. And mm-hmm. then um, I had my, my Labrador and he became my muse. Cut a long story short, that's that was literally the start of Dog Meets Girl was just finding peace in the process yeah. and finding myself again and my love for animals. So it was just such a perfect synergy. Oh, that's amazing. I don't know where Dog Meets Girl comes from. I wish I could remember that as like a very profound moment. Yeah. But I love the name, yeah. if I do say so myself. But I don't know where that name came from. I think it's just as black and white as my dog meets a girl and we hang out. You yeah. Know? So. It's, it 
it's sort of like a love story for the ages. Oh, it is. You know that that's whole so like nice. boy meets girl yes. sort of thing? Yeah, dog oh, meets sweet. girl. That's lovely. Mm. But that's, I mean, that's sort of how I interpreted it. Yeah, but that's true. It, yeah. it really is true. Um, it wasn't one of those names where you sit down and you're like, what can I call this thing? Yeah. You know, when you're starting a project, it was just so organic and natural. And I think that's what the brand is. It's just yeah. so naturally me and my, my love for my dogs and speaking for animals that don't have a voice, yeah. you know? You've sort of naturally brought up um, your like, I don't want to say obsession, because I think it's 100% like a normal f- relationship to have, especially when it's your your animal. That's you know, true. like, that is such an intimate relationship. Yeah, it is. It's so special. It really is. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to ask, so you you sort of like, and I feel like it was, your, your process has been very organic. Yeah. Um, did you find that you organically went into social media, like your Instagram following sort of thing, and found a community of... Dog lovers, people who are as in love with their own animals as Absolutely. you are? Absolutely. It's okay. been amazing. You know, to market yourself as anything, Yeah. Um, I'm not the type of person that will go and present something in, per- in person. Mm. Back then I wasn't. So quite shy, I would be better behind, you know, the screen and whatever. Yeah. And thankfully we had social media then, so I would literally post photos of just every day on on Facebook every single day and yeah. then it grew into Instagram and whatever. And through that it was because it was such a natural experience with me and my dogs, there were so many people that mm. could identify and you know, I try and make my dogs seem human in a way and give them voices and dress them up and yeah. um and then take photos. And you know, as a dog owner, we always have this dialogue going on in our heads Completely. as what yeah. they would be saying. Yeah. So I think that's really connected the community with me and my journey. And sure, the following that that has, I don't want to say I've created, that sounds so egotistical, but what what's come from this whole experience is yeah. just a really solid community and a very faithful community. It's yeah. like, yeah, I finally feel like I belong, Yeah, which sounds so cheesy, but it's true. Yeah. Everyone wants to belong in something. And I just feel like this community is so solid. It's awesome. Yeah. But there's, a, and I feel like this is a long running theme that we've had with a lot of, especially female creatives who we have on Orms Air, um, where we speak about their sort of social communities and the um, the sort of, not preciousness, but the the like the love and the affection. Absolutely. And the almost being hulled by yes. a community that you've created online that you don't necessarily know in real life. I know, it's crazy. It's it's amazing. It though. is so amazing yeah. because I I've never really felt supported in life. Mm. You know, I've ha- I have a long journey like we all do and a long yeah. story, and I've never felt this supported and loved. And um, especially as I grow successfully in my business, the the sincere appreciation from the following and the community is priceless to yeah. me. Like I hold on to that stuff. I don't take it for granted for a second. It yeah. is. It's like having this fa- this unseen family. It's completely yeah. It's really possibly one of the the greatest joys of the journey. Yeah, so it's very important. It's very important. You can't take that for granted. No, not at all. Do you feel like it naturally formed, or do you feel like you you created this sort of um, brand of yourself, so dog meets girl? And introduced the world to Dog Meets Girl and then went out to sort of create a community? Or do you feel like they just 
sort of like moths to a flame. The great thing and the mm. negative thing about me is I'm super impatient. Okay. So doing what most adults do and like strategize and plan mm. is not my strength. Yeah. So there was no thinking <laughs> going into it. It was just like, hey, this is my love. I just want to share it with everyone. Yeah. Um, and then as it developed and I grew as a photographer, I just used the word brand in my sentences, to mm. be honest. Um, I knew it was going to be something, but I hadn't planned anything. Yeah. So it's just developed into a brand. It's just gone from strength to strength. Well, that's incredible. So yeah, so there wasn't much planning, but the older I get and the bigger the clients are, yeah. I've had to you know, start strategizing a bit more and planning more yeah. and otherwise it's all just going to crumble around me because it's quite a lot of work. Yeah. Um, so now there's more of a, a solid voice. Like I feel like I know what the voice is and the, what the brand is. But before, I mean, the past, I don't know how many years, maybe we can say four years, mm -hmm. I've just been basically winging it and just like, hey, this is me <laughs> in my life. <laughs> That's the honest truth. I was actually going to ask you about for, like the, the mind shift of like seeing yourself as Shannon. Hey, I'm Shannon. I photograph, you know, like I love animals. I do this to dog meets girl. This is what I do. This is the brand. This is the voice. Because I mean, that's a very, yeah. two very separate things. It really is. And if you know me on like a daily basis, mm. it's it's crazy. Like I still don't view myself as, I don't know someone that works with brands like Woolworths or yeah. Absolute Pets or whatever the case is. Like, I don't see myself as that. I, I'm just so, and it's also, again, sounds really cheesy and contrived, but it's, I'm so grateful for, like, any opportunity mm. that's come because it's been such a, an organic process yeah. that it's, like, inviting people into my life that believe in me without me having to, like, go on my hands and knees and say, look at what I'm doing. You need to trust my judgment and hire me. It's just been this yeah. really beautiful process and it, it just keeps going from strength to strength and the people that I keep meeting through this is just unbelievable and it, I really believe that it's you know I can walk into a very stiff environment like a, a really like hectic corporate environment yeah. and everyone's got their walls up and then you start talking about your dog and then so and so starts talking about their dog and yeah. then everyone's got the same sort of stories and then the walls go down the egos are out of the the vicinity, yeah. and um, and then you develop these really organic yeah. relationships, and that's what my career has been. It's just been these amazing people with yeah. good intention. Um, so yeah, it's been a shift, um, and I'm feeling it more now. Like I feel like there's more risk now, yeah, because this is very precious to me, and you also don't want to reach a point where. Brands are approaching you and you've got to sort of sell yourself a bit. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I've been in positions where I've had to look the brand manager in the aisle or whatever and say I can't punt that product because I don't feed that to my dog or whatever the case is. Like I've, yeah. You've always got to take yourself back to the Shannon, like the real part of mm. you, and um, remember that that's what built the foundation. Yeah. And you cannot sell yourself down the line if your brand is successful and people want a, p a piece of the pie. Like you've got to yeah. re remain really true to to what you're doing. So I'm I'm finding those sort of things popping up more where I've got to be like, 
that doesn't fit with my, you know, yeah, morals completely. or values or whatever. It's a risk. Yeah. But it's imagine. worth it, yeah. But you can even like when you when you talk about it now, when you just said that, when you go, okay, sh- when you sort of switch back to Shannon, it's very interesting that you have almost organically created that little shifty. I did I didn't know that I had until this yeah. very moment. So this is yeah. My aha moment, but it's true. <laughs> it's true because the yeah. moment you let go of that core, that self yourself, mm. then you're just going to be a workhorse for other people's Completely. benefit. Yeah. That's not what I'm going to do. Yeah, don't care. <laughs> not about that life. No, no, not at all. Um, so you've sort of um had an experience of having a very natural, like brands approaching you. Yes. But I wanted to ask, um, when you were first starting out and you sort of were first leaning towards brand mm, collaborations? Yes. Collaborations, that's the word. Um, <laughs> did you, how did you approach that? Were you sort of going out and seeking brands or were they just, has it always just been a situation where they find you? They, it, it, I'm not even joking. That's <laughs> like, amazing though. I, 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 the first, the very first huge brand that that came to me was Woolworths so okay so that was that was huge I was like what is going on here is this a prank call you know what I mean (laughs) (laughs) and unfortunately unfortunately you know once everyone else sees that she's working with Woolworths then the brands start approaching you which has been a blessing so I that that's amazing um so yeah it's been it's been organic. And, you know, I used to follow, I still do, I follow this photographer, um, Theron Humphrey. Okay, yeah. His um, name is This Wild Idea. Yeah. And he's um, from Canada, I think it is, or Nashville. Um, and he's got a coon hound and they oh, wow. travel in their, their car. It's this like red, um, like sort of Land Rover old school car and he takes the most incredible photos. I even got to the point where I bought an old red car. Like it was this, <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean to copy him, but it was this, I have such a respect for him. Cut a long story short, like through his beautiful photography, I so started seeing, because I didn't know this was a thing. Mm-hmm. I would see like beer yeah. in, in the water with his dog and it was beautifully styled, um, but also very natural. And then I saw how he tagged a brand. Yeah. So that was my first introduction to, oh, okay, so you can do this sort of stuff with brands. Yeah. Um, so then once I, I figured out that that was a thing, then I started posing Bailey um, with, you know, a coffee mug from Turbidor Coffee or um, a, a blanket from Woolworths and... yeah. So that's that's how that side of things grew, and now it took it took some time to get to a point where I'm now doing content creation for specific brands and yeah. stuff like that, which is a lot of fun. Yeah, I can imagine, yeah. especially when you work with animals. Exactly. Oh my goodness, it's amazing. <laughs> I like when I was sort of sitting down and um, like reading up on you. I did like a full full stalker. Orkies. Yeah, a little bit. Don't worry. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Um, I, I sort of like this quote just came to me. It's a it's an old WC Fields quote. This he was an actor. It's so bizarre that I this popped into my head. He's an actor from like the twenties and forties in wow. like middle America. Amazing. Bizarre. But his quote was, and obviously this references to show business, was never work with children or animals. Oh, have you, you preach? You've heard this though, right? I, I, I have. Yes. And I just believe it. <laughs> it's actually it's true. Yeah. 
Because you can't, there's only so much you can control. This is the thing. But I love the challenge. Okay. So it's the challenge for you. It's the challenge mm. and the fact that no one can get that same shot. Yeah. So yeah. if I, I, I don't like blending in, mm-hmm. I do, but I don't. Like I, I'm not good with competition. Yeah. So if I was just your your um, very skilled wedding photographer, which I've been down that road, or a family photographer, or whatever, yeah. I don't feel I, I don't feel I have enough um, confidence to be the best in that field. Okay, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, completely. Um, but because pet photography hasn't been mastered, I don't think it can really be mastered because it's ever changing yeah. with animals. Because yeah. animals don't sit still for more than two minutes. Yeah. So I like the fact that there's that challenge and not everyone can do it. Yeah. And you you never know what your end result is going to be. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure. I can imagine. Yeah. Especially for someone with anxiety. Like oh, it's, no, yeah. it's like, why do you do this to yourself? But I just love it. This is Ormsair and I'm your host, Rachel Reeves. Don't forget that subscribing to our podcast on iTunes or your favorite listening app is the quickest and easiest way to give us a long distance high five. And to let us know that you enjoy hanging out in our creative space. What has been like the biggest the biggest challenge for you? I mean, I can with animals especially. Like working working wise. Why did that question come out so badly? No, no, no. No, I get <laughs> you. <laughs> I get you. I think each job, no matter what it is, is going to have its challenges, Mm. like for sure, because you don't know what dog you're going to get. You don't know what their nature is. But like my biggest challenge was definitely shooting the the Woolworths food range. Yeah, I had basically like one shot at it Mm. and I'd never done commercial photography. And I had a brief of... The dog's head needs to be, you know, sort of tilted to the side with his tongue hanging out. Yeah. And his ears need to sort of be at this angle. So I had a very specific brief in the beginning. Um, It got more relaxed as we went. But the very first brief was very stiff. And obviously I put a lot of pressure on myself and I don't work with lights. I I, I like to be in a a nice natural environment with pets. So that was super difficult. Yeah. Because how do you do that? Yeah. How do you get the tongue out at the right time? And <laughs> but again, I loved us. Yeah. <laughs> I loved the challenge, and it worked. Yeah. So I mean, so for our listeners who don't know, um, Shannon actually does the. You've done all of the images for the Woolworths animal. I want to say animal pet range. It's it's the pet, pet yeah, it's the pet range, the home brand. So the Woolworths home brand pet pet range. So all of those. What's the home brand? It's sorry, when I sorry, it's the um the Woolworths brand. Okay, so got Woolworths you. brand. Yes. The home brand. Yeah. Um so the pet range. Yes. So if yeah, for all our Woolworths shoppers, I'm sure you've you've seen Shannon's work. <laughs> I'm just sure, haven't sure, noticed sure, it. Sure. Yeah, I, I stumbled <laughs> over that one a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for noticing. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. um so it's it's still expanding. So there's still a lot more that's about to hit the shelves that hasn't hit the shelves. So it's been like a two-year process yeah. to get all of that new work on the shelves. So it's bittersweet because it's like, oh, there's my work. Mm. And then you look at the very first run mm-hmm. that you did and it's like, oh, there's my work. Oh. And you look at all the like mistakes and it's always going to be like that. But it's just the best thing. I hope I don't sound ungrateful. It's really been so no, rad not at all but I think that's also the thing right you see you see the the slight things in your work yeah which no one else would ever pick up that's at true all. yeah but I mean the people that are listening I'm assuming are 
very much creatives. Yes. And that is something I think we all carry with us. Mm. We'll never really be like 100% okay with our work, I don't think. Completely, no. Which is fine. Yeah. I mean, I think like even even just, and you were saying earlier with the competition, like even like a little bit of healthy competition within yourself. Absolutely. That can be quite good. You have to, I think you have to do that. Otherwise you'll just, you'll become complacent and you'll just never really get any better. You'll just be average. Yeah. You just stay at that level. Yeah. So I think you're right. I think that is, it's good. (laughs) <laughs> I wanted to go back to the um the working with pets. Yes. How 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 do you how do you how do you approach a shoot with a subject that does not speak the same language as you? Does not like read the social cues that you are throwing? How do you how do you begin to approach that? It's so funny. I don't know. I d- I don't know. No. <laughs> you just do. I just um I I can be quite impatient. Like I said, I'm an impatient person. Yeah. So you would think I'd be impatient in a process like this. But it's the one thing that I just have all the time in the world mm-hmm. for. I, I I basically 100% think about the pet. Like, okay. how would I be in this weird situation with a lot of people hanging over me? Yeah. Um, a lot of treat packets, the sounds and smells yeah. and... And the mom's high-pitched voices say, oh, my baby, my baby. And then someone else doing the same thing. And then I'm doing that thing. And you're trying to get the dog's attention. It's so overwhelming. Yeah. And it's not really fair, in my opinion. Yeah. So they are my priority. Yeah. So um, I go in with a lot of patience. And I sit down with them first. Like, I try to let everyone sort of just give me a moment. Yeah. And then um, I have one-on-one time with them. And I just, like, have fun with them and feed them lots of treats so they know that I'm not the bad guy. Yeah, you've got the treats. I've got yeah. the treats. And then um, and then I try and not have the owner anywhere near because it actually makes it a bit uh, more difficult yeah. when they're around. Um, and then when it comes to posing and things like that, I oh, it's, it's just I know how to get the angles. I've got mm. treats, so I... I People always want to sort of get involved and help me hold the treats while I, I shoot. But yeah. I prefer to shoot with one hand and then guard their eyes. I wish people could see what I'm doing here. <laughs> guard their eyes with the treats so that yeah. I can get the different angles and, and the way that their heads can move and yeah. whatever to get that personality. And then if they're not treat driven, because not all dogs like treats. Yeah. So then you've got to have toys or squeaks or whatever. Mm. Or worst case scenario, you get an app on your phone with a whole bunch of like animals and then you just oh, go through the list to see okay. what gets their attention yeah. so you can get the ears up yeah. and the head tilts and whatever. So I've got a lot of tricks, mm-hmm. but what's important is the relationship between them and me and like that it's a, a fun, like really gentle experience. Yeah. That's yeah. important. No, completely. So yeah, just a lot of patience and food. It's so simple, food. guys. <laughs> But you can see, and you can see the comfortability. I, I, I mean, I, I don't think that's weird to say. Like, and you can see it definitely in in the images that you post. You can see that the the animals that you're you're interacting with are very comfortable, that's awesome. chilled, and that's like awesome. that lovely personality comes through. Oh, I love that. Thank you. Um, my, I, uh, yeah, my. Um, we don't have to include this, but my partner and I have a puppy. She's eight months. But she is the, she's gorgeous in life, but the most unphotogenic dog I have ever met in my entire life. She's though. She is though. And it's okay. It's fine. Is it a mixed breed or? She's a mixed breed, yeah. 
Let husky, me pho- let me photograph her. Husky collie mix. Oh no, she's very cute. There's no way she's unphotogenic. She does like these weird, like she has like a weird like <laughs> neck thing, and like it's, she's just. I mean, I think it makes me love her a little bit raw. Yes, I think I'm that's like, so endearing. Little dopey dog. Oh, oh. Please bring her the next time I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> You're here all the I'm time. I'm always here. Always here. I'd love to photograph it, but seriously. Okay. I actually wanted to go on to talk about your, the weekend workshop that you're hosting at yes. the Ormscape Down School of Photography. Whoop, whoop. Yes. Guys, <laughs> this is actually happening um, this coming weekend. So on the 26th and the 27th of October, you can join Dog Meets Girl at the Ormscape Down School of Photography for a two-day intensive workshop. Intensive workshop? I think I just added that. I think I think let's delete head. that word. Okay. I'm <laughs> you know, I'm I don't want it to be intensive. Okay. Because okay. I'm I am coming from such a holistic? Yes. Yeah. That is the word. Yeah. Holistic approach where I didn't study mm. photography, so I don't feel like I have the right to stand in front of a class and you know, go through a whole bunch of technicalities yeah. of the the skill yeah or whatever it's called um so it's gonna be quite relaxed in the sense where i want everyone to like be on cushions sitting on the floor yeah type thing and um yeah i'm hoping to teach in a way that speaks to the people without being too technical okay yeah so just sharing sort of your i think but i think that's that's actually the part of it that people are wanting to experience is it's not about the technicality. It's not about like the setting on this camera will get you the shot. It's yeah. this is my experience. I've done this. You've seen the work that I've created. Yeah. Here's well, th- how I've done it. Well, that that comforts me because yeah. um, I don't know how else to teach. And yeah. also, you you know, I'm in it. So I don't, uh, you, you know, you want people to walk away being like, that was, I know what to do. Mm. And like go out into the world with a lot of information. But I can only give my experience. Completely, yeah. That's all I have. So... So that's awesome if people are coming to experience that side of dog meat school because that's definitely what you'll get. Yeah, and, and walk away with some tips. Absolutely. And you're bringing your, are you bringing one dog or both dogs? Lord help me. I will bring one dog. Okay. Because Jessie is a puppy. Yes. And she's crazy. No. And Bailey is a natural. He's been in this game. I mean, he's the guy that yeah. I started with. But he will, yeah, it will be interesting, put it that way, because there's going to be a lot of excitement. Yeah. Um, so it will be interesting, but he's the best model to to teach with. Yeah. For sure. Super chilled. Yeah. So guys, even if you maybe aren't in that sort of line of wanting to photograph animals, come just to meet Bailey. Yeah. He's gorgeous. He's amazing. Um, so is there any, I'd like to learn a lot of our listeners won't be able to attend the weekend workshop i mean a lot of them probably aren't in cape town so won't be able to come yes but are there any sort of like sneaky tips and tricks i feel when you're dealing with with pets Mm -hmm. the most important thing is to capture the eyes Mm. um because that's how we have our conversations with them yeah well i do but i'm weird but the eyes are so important so i always try and Although I will try and encourage the listener, the learners, mm. um, to use quite a shallow depth of field, yeah, yeah, so that you're really just focusing on the pet's nature and eyes and emotions, yeah, um, 
because that will bring a story about on its own. That's how I feel. Yeah. You know, if I'm looking through photos, I feel the more shallow your depth of feel, field, um, the more emotion you'll you'll get out of it. Yeah, completely. So that's that's quite a big tip, I think. Yeah. There you go, guys. Yeah, you're welcome. You've got a little sneaky a sneaky peek yes. tip. So, and the rest of you who want to hear more, who are in Cape Town, come and join us at Orms Cape Town School of Photography on the 26th and the 27th of October. Um, and you can meet Shannon in person and Bailey mm-hmm. and have a great two days of a lot of information, a lot of fun, a lot of just learning. I wanted to ask you about the 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 sort of growth within your brand i'm just going to refer to you as a brand now because that's wonderful yeah dog meets girl yes um so where did it sort of change from pet photography to the creation of your seasonal boxes because those i have they look incredible have you not bought one i have not bought one i'm sorry I okay i'm leaving <laughs> what a joke <laughs> door slams that is an interesting it's 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 an easy one for me. Yeah. Basically, you know, any brand or business, whatever you want to name yourself, needs yeah. to be relevant and be fresh. So mm-hmm. you always need to be ahead of the game. I'm yeah. very conscious and aware of that. So um, I needed to, yeah, I needed to take the next step. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I knew it was something, but I didn't know what. So I did quite a bit of research on what's happening overseas. And... Um, it was a good business idea and also I know for myself that I don't spend a lot of money on myself but I'll spend pretty much every last cent on, totally. on my dogs yeah. and others like my husband or yeah. whatever and um, and I just wanted and I knew that the followers that I have are very similar to me mm-hmm. so I wanted to create a box that was premium gifts yeah. that you can't just find down the road and a lot of artisanal brands um and yeah, high profile brands and whatever for yourself and your dog. Yeah. So it's not just like a lucky packet of like a toy that you can get down the road at your vet or cra- the crazy store or whatever. So I decided to curate a seasonal box. Yeah. And didn't strategize much because mm-hmm. I'm impatient, remember? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so before I knew it, it was up, uh, up and running and it's been successful for a year now. Yeah. And it's just gone from strength to strength again. And um, I have a big passion for supporting small brands mm. and small businesses because I've always been one. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that is a big, that's a big deal for me with these boxes. So I try and, like, be relevant and see what's on trend and mm-hmm. um, find the pet brands that aren't really too commercialized yet and are trying to get off the ground, but that I believe in it and that I would use it with my dogs. So it's, 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 you know, the feedback back I get is so beautiful because it really is. I sit there and I pack the boxes myself Mm -hmm. and um, I write my little notes to the, the families and it's very personal and, it's being the response is overwhelming and the fact that they can feel that love like yeah, it's a very sincere sincere thing um i just hope that i can keep it that mm. sincere as you grow like anything that grows too big you can't do it on your yeah, own completely so that would be the the next the, the next challenge but yeah so far so good it's such fun yeah yeah it really is it's it's like just giving presents every two months to your friends <laughs> That's nice. And it just seems like the, um, I know I've, I've seen a lot of the stuff that you've shared. People 
just love that bonding time. It's so that's, cute. But that's exactly what it is. It it's really like, is. Yeah. And it's it's so nice because the pet industry's really exploded this year. Mm. It's been this year where pets are starting to be viewed really as family members yeah. and not just pets and it's it, that is the most rewarding thing for me is to see the unboxings. Mm. That's why I try and make it a big deal and I want people to share and tag yeah. the brands because it's so cute to watch how excited the dogs get and they run a, run away with their toys and so it's just a happy experience for everyone involved. It's yeah, it's just a really happy experience. And I, I may, I'm pretty sure, I'm not incorrect when I say this, a percentage of it goes to anti-animal, no? Which well, they have been one. Anti-Animal Cruelty League yeah, yeah, has yeah. been one charity. But every season, um, 10 rand per box goes to a chosen charity. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, so whatever, I always just see, you know, everyone's got a need. All these charities yeah. need money, so... Yeah. You've just got to make a decision on who, and and then I do, yeah, I donate the money. So there you go, guys. Not only are you getting an incredible little gift box from Dog Meets Girl and her dogs, yeah. but you, to share with your dogs and your family, but you're also helping other dogs in need, exactly, or other pets in need. Yeah, and also Amazing. just bringing yeah. bringing awareness to yeah, completely. to that sort of thing. You know, yeah, it's a big it's a big problem. Yeah, and it's so needed, and, and I think there are, like you said, there are a lot of smaller yes. who are in not more need because everyone is in need. But yeah, yeah, I, ch- I try to do this, try to help the smaller guys mm. because yeah, it's overwhelming for everyone. But I can only imagine if it's just you and another person trying to save the world. Yeah. So yeah, we can just do as as much as we can. Yeah, completely. I think the 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 point of the matter is that we do. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, where am I? I've lost myself in this page <laughs> completely. I have that effect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's there are some things that are happening, but I can't speak about it, okay. which is even better because now I'm even more mysterious. Everybody, let's just keep our eyes on Dog Meets Girl social pages. Nice. No, Facebook, Instagram. Do you still have Facebook? You know, that's actually an interesting topic because mm-hmm. you've got a different clientele on Facebook to what you have on Instagram. Completely. So it's it's not necessarily just a I understand what you're saying with personal. Yeah. But I have a totally different crowd on Facebook. So you've got to yeah. be very smart in what you post on Facebook. It doesn't have to actually link to exactly what you're posting on I Instagram. Know, not at all, yeah. And a lot of people just do that link which I, I do that sometimes or most times. But when you want to post a lot of unboxings, for example, with the subscription boxes, I would do that all on Facebook because it can be quite messy. Yeah. Do yeah. you know what I mean? No, like from a design yeah. perspective. Yeah. And then Instagram has to be sort of curated. But yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. So yes, I do have Facebook <laughs> and Instagram. So we will link Dog Meets Girl on all the social platforms so you guys can follow along. And as soon as Shannon is ready to announce all of these exciting projects, you'll be the first to know. Yeah. Um, okay, so I I really have one final question for you now. Okay. And it, it's a dun, biggie. Dun, dun. Ah, dun, could, dun, I dun. actually could see in your yeah. face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm prepping you. Okay. okay. So this question, and it's a question that we ask um, every guest that joins us in studio. Okay. And it is, where do you go to replenish your creative well? Where do you draw inspiration from? The ocean. The ocean. Yeah. Oh, I wish yeah. it was more like over the top but it's no. not I have to just go f- for long walks on the beach with the mm-hmm. dogs 
And in fact, I I thought about that today because I haven't done that for like the past two weeks. Yeah. And I can feel it. I can so feel it. And I need that so badly. Um, we're so lucky that we live like two streets from the beach. We live in Malkbos Strand. So Amazing. like all the streets lead to the beach. Yeah. And um, oh, it's, it's the best thing. My husband surfs and then I just go for long walks and the dogs are happy. And yeah. There's space and it's fresh air. So, yeah. And I believe in that as well. You've got to fill your well. You just have to. Yeah. So, it's it's important to take that time. And I, I had to remind myself of that today, actually. Because I'm, no, I'm normally really good with that. Mm-hmm. Um, another side effect of, you know, the more successful you get, the less you can actually live the life that you're trying to... Basically, dog meat school is all about that. Yeah. Live well with your pets. Yeah. So... Go on av- adventures. Go take your dog with you to do road trips and, yeah. and things like that. So that was always the ethos of Dog, dog Meat School. And I've noticed recently that the, the more we I grow in this, mm-hmm. the less time I'm having for that. Yeah. And that that needs to stop. Like I need to find out how to do that. The balance. The balance. The balance I can imagine is incredibly difficult. Yeah. yeah. But there's a way to do it. So I've got to figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah. We actually had um, Lorraine Lutz on the other day. She does, she did the um, paintings for ants. It's tiny, <gasps> the oh, miniature. Wow. Yeah. And she was saying that she um, she uses this book or she had read this book. It's called The Artist's Way. Yes. I don't know. So you know about it. Julia Cameron, I think it is. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure you're right. But it's amazing because I, I don't just know many authors. Yeah. There's something, sorry, there was something like in, in what you were saying about time, finding space and time. Yeah. And I don't know, like she was saying that that book really helped her when she was sort of struggling with that balance. Yes. Yeah. I should actually give that another read. And I think you spot on with that because it is a struggle that every, especially creatives, because yeah, it's not something we can just switch off. No. It's like who we are. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's actually cool. I'm, I've got that book at home. Yes. I'm going to give it a read. Thank you. Thank you so much, Shannon, for joining me in studio. That was so much fun. Yes. I must be honest. Like, yes. I was a bit nervous, but this was really chilled. We are I feel like I've known you forever. Yeah. It's very strange. Yeah. Comfortable. Yes. Thank you so much. No, thank you so much for joining us. Um, and, of course, as always, a big thank you goes to our podcast producer, Jess Semple. Um, thank you so much for sitting with us and for everything that you do, Jess. Yeah, you can. You're amazing. Roll the outro. Ding, ding, ding. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Orms Air, the Orms podcast. I hope you've enjoyed being a part of the conversation as much as we've enjoyed having you. If you have any questions, feedback, or suggestions for us, please get in touch by emailing ormsair at orms.co.za. Head on over to ormsair.buzzsprout.com and take a peek at this week's show notes for more information on any works referenced or topics discussed in this week's episode. If you've enjoyed this episode of Orms Air and feel that someone you know could be creatively enriched by joining us in conversation, why not share this episode with them and invite them to join our photographic community? Until next week, keep questioning, keep inspiring, and above all, keep creating.